0: You're listening to Packers Now. Get the latest updates on the greeting Gold because it's always Packers season at Packers Now. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Ben Krakowski, and today I want to talk through our offseason report card on the safeties for the Packers, checking on our current roster, maybe some possible moves left for the Packers in pre-agency, and some possible safeties in the draft who've really stuck out to me that the Packers uh, should consider going out and get uh, getting. Uh, our current roster of safeties includes... Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage, Will Redmond, and Raven Green. So Adrian Amos, last offseason, the Packers uh, made moves to upgrade the safety position by signing veteran safety Adrian Amos, uh, who played the second most snaps actually for the Packers last year and was a top 10 safety in the league. So great signing by Gutekunst. So love this pick. Uh, uh select not selection uh signing uh for the Packers and I think he just came in and played really well as he was expected to um the safety position was kind of devalued and I think we got a really good player and he's going to continue to be a good player for years to come so uh the next starter for our Packers defense was our second first round pick in the 2019 NFL draft which was Darnell Savage so uh Darnell Savage added exactly what Gutekunst uh, wanted in his defense and he added speed to the defense and uh, Savage. He played above average for the Packers this last year and he brought a lot of versatility. He had a ability to line up in the slot as well as play at the safety position and he had 55 tackles five pass breakups and two interceptions last season and I really like his potential to continue to get better as he gets used to playing in the NFL so really two really good starting caliber safeties Uh, one of them a top 10 safety one has the potential with his speed to really dominate in the NFL and the Packers have some depth at this position uh, as well with two players like Raven green and Will Redmond still on the roster. So Raven green is more of the type of player who, uh, who was set to actually be a box safety type of safety for the Packers. Uh, and, but what happened was he struggled with injuries in 2018 and in 2019. Uh, and he wasn't able to really fill that role that the Packers really had set for him. Uh, green actually had a great preseason before getting injured Uh, and was the highest graded safety overall of every safety in the league after three weeks of the preseason in 2019. Uh, So really look for him to bounce back from this injury and be ready to contribute to our defense in 2020 in a small capacity, but I think uh, could be meaningful as well. See how he returns from injury. And the other guy is Will Redmond. And Will Redmond is a guy we just re-signed uh, to a very small $750,000 deal. Uh, And he's a guy that knows and understands our defense, but he really is not capable of playing a substantial amount of time on defense. He's predominantly a special teams player, and he's great at that while also providing some depth at the safety position. but in no way do you got is he a guy you want on the field all the time? He was at times because of injuries, and you saw his name come up consistently because of his poor pass coverage and he's just not a uh this that type of safety He maybe knows the defense he's getting used to it a little bit, but I think we've kind of seen his peak. Uh, if we see his peak, it's not going to be very good. Um, he's a special teams guy, and that's what he does. That's what he does well. So the Packers have two quality starting safeties and a couple guys who add some depth, but, depth, but I think they do need to add some competition for the Packers uh, secondary next season. And so as I look at free agency... And we move into that section of building a roster, there are a few names who stand out and are still available. But there is one of our own who still remains unsigned who would be a great addition, and that is Ibrahim Campbell. So Ibrahim Campbell, this is a name you may have never really heard of before, but actually he started three games for the Packers this year in Savage's absence when he was injured. Uh, Ibrahim only played in seven games this year because of injury, but Mike Pettin speaks highly of uh, of him and believes he could really be a quality starter at safety in the NFL. He joined the team late in 2018, and for uh, only playing in three games uh, before busting up his knee, he was playing at an elite level. Uh, Pro Football Focus gave him an 85.0 rating, which were top 20 numbers in the NFL of all players. It was a a small sample size, but I believe with a full offseason to recover after coming back late in the year, uh, he can provide security at safety if an injury did occur to Savage or Amos. Uh, while coming at a one year deal at a very cheap price of only about 700000 So, this is a deal I think that could pay off big time with the Packers and really provide some depth at both free safety and strong safety positions, uh, which is why I like Campbell signing a lot if the Packers were going to sign so on. But there is one other safety who could come in and help a roster that comes to mind who is cut by his former team, and that's Tony Jefferson. So, Jefferson is a former safety for the Baltimore Ravens. He injured his knee. In 2019 and the, then the Ravens moved on from the box safety despite his solid seasons in 2017 and 2018 and was cut just about a month ago so while he isn't a great athlete he actually isn't the fastest um, player on the field but he his ability to help in their run game shouldn't be overlooked even if he's just a part-time player Jefferson should and s- should still be a big contributor somewhere in 2020 I think. Because of his ability to play that box safety type of player, he could be a perfect fit in our defense, knowing how much Pettin likes to have defensive backs on the field and play small. Jefferson is a guy who could do that and has uh, many years of playing in that role at a high quality level from 2016 to 2018. He had above 70 grades. Uh, According to Pro Football Focus, each of those years, and that's kind of the position he played every year was that kind of dime nickel linebacker, uh, safety type of guy. And the signing could be huge because his grade really was affected from only playing in five games in twenty nineteen before having his knee injury over the course of an entire healthy season. I think he can play well, and if he's if he's in the proper role, and I love this idea of this signing because he's a street free agent as well because he was cut by his former team, meaning he wouldn't affect our compensatory picks compensatory picks for 2021 at all. So this is why I like this signing a lot. This is why he sticks out to me. I think he's going to come at a cheap price because of his injury this last year and could really fill a specific role on our defense uh, that needs to be filled. So the addition of Ibrahim would be able to back up both safety positions while adding Jefferson would actually add a capable player who's meant to play that box safety type role. And both of these signings would be fairly cheap for the Packers and give them flexibility in the draft to not need to add a safety unless it was the right value, which I like a lot. Um there's plenty of players the Packers are gonna go after. Um but uh uh in the yeah there's plenty of players the Packers want to go after in the draft and if you don't have to need to go after a safety that gives you some flexibility and I think I really like the idea of trading up a lot in this draft into the second and third rounds more if we can and if that means ditching a lot of our late round picks um we might have to and there's maybe we'll end up only selecting seven guys even though we have 10 picks something like that so uh I really like the idea of going out and getting these two guys giving us flexibility come draft day so as we look to the draft next Thursday there are a few safeties who have really stuck out to me and some for the role that they could play in our defense as a box type of safety like I explained to Jefferson and others because of just how good they are as prospects as I've watched them and uh, today because of where the Packers pick I do not value this position highly enough to pick one in the first round unless it was Isaiah Simmons who the Packers have almost no way of drafting so because of So, because of that, we're going to start with my Tier 2 group of guys who I would grab in the second round of this class. So, uh, starting in my Tier 2, this starts off with Jeremy Chin, Southern Illinois, 6'3", 221 pounds. So, Chin is the tallest safety in the class, and going into the Senior Bowl, he's been viewed as a player that should move full-time to linebacker because of his size, but at the Senior Bowl, he he proved he had the athleticism to make plays and coverage all week, even though... He was bigger than most safeties, and he was big. He was bigger than some linebackers. Not only was he fantastic in coverage, but he used his size to make plays as a run defender as well, showing that um, dual ability to play the pass and play the run as this oversized safety. His athleticism, as well, was proven at the combine uh, when he ran a 4.45 40 forty-yard dash and showed off his power with a forty-one. 41- inch vertical on a 30 138 inch broad jump his athletic score ended up being a perfect 10.0 an amazing score that no other prospect to the combine was able to do he has the athleticism and versatility to be in man coverage two safety looks single high safety or a guy that can play that joker linebacker which is exactly what our packers safety group is missing right now this is a guy i would trade up for if he falls in the middle of the second round filling a big hole in our defense next is antoine winfield jr out of minnesota He's the second guy on this list. Uh, Winfield is one of the best players in this draft. Honestly, I think he's the best safety in this draft because of his play in 2019 and his versatility. His first two seasons at Minnesota, he struggled to stay healthy, unable to prove how good he was. But in 2019, he finally put together a healthy season, and it showed. He was a ball hawk this year. He had seven interceptions, but not only was he a ball hawk, but he also led the Gophers with 83 tackles. Not often do you find a player who can be so good in coverage, but also so good at stopping the run and making tackles. He has the ability to play all over the field, but he was best from the slot and in the box this last season. He had a ninety point three coverage grade when he was in those positions. He had the best war score of all rank safety which safeties, which is a great determinant of a player's success in the NFL, especially at the safety position. And I think Winfield would be worth it if he's available in the middle of the second round to even trade up for. It. But I don't think the Packers will need to. Uh, I think because of Winfield's small size at only 5'9 and his injury history, I think teams are not going to value him as highly. I and mean, he might just be available at pick 62 for the Packers. Really like what the Packers could do with three safeties who are all athletic and all can move all around the Packers' defense. And I think that's what they'd have with Winfield, Savage, and uh, Amos. All these kind of five eleven six foot five nine these all these guys who can play all over and opposing uh, offenses just aren't gonna know what each guy's gonna do because they can't guess they can't assume that oh savage is only good as a true free safety um, and he's gonna go back so we kind of can start to guess what these other two safeties are gonna do who are on the field no because they all can do everything it would add a huge uh, surprise part to our offense or to our defense. Uh, so those are the only two safeties I'd grab in the second round. And so now I want to move into my tier three guys. And these are players I draft in the third round of the NFL draft. So first off, uh, first of all, starting with Kyle Duggar, of Lenore Ryan, 6'1", 217 pounds. So just like Chin, Duggar came on the scene at the senior bowl because of his small school status and his enlarged size for the traditional safety, even though he may the only 6'1", tight end still couldn't get away from him because of his incredible length. He had the longest arms, wingspan, and hands of all safeties when they did the measurements at the Combine, and that showed at the Senior Bowl because his coverage ability against tight ends, he, they couldn't get it open against him all week. he'd made tons of interceptions, tons of plays in the football. Duggar is just a safety in a linebacker's body. He, had this, he has this incredible athleticism, and at the Combine, he showed that off. He was the third most, most athletic safety there, uh, because of a small school tape, I think he'll still be available in the third round. And I'd trade up in the third round to secure a guy like Duggar uh, to help this Packers defense. So uh, the second guy I want to talk about is uh, Ashton Davis out of Cal. He's 6'1", 202. And Ashton Davis is probably the most traditional safety you could ever ask for. So you think of safety position, you think of that guy sitting back in zone defense and Ashton Davis is kind of that guy he's the only guy who can do that consistently all the time if you needed him to I think Uh, he was this this very fast college sprinter and on top of playing football and that was obvious on the football field he he didn't get to run an official 40 at the combine because of a groin injury but it's obvious how fast he is on film and he had all American honors in both football and track. Some say Davis is the only true free safety in this class, which I would agree with. I don't see anyone else in this class who can do what Davis can do because of his speed. Um, But I also would argue that Davis is much more than that as he only missed 19 tackles in his entire college career, which is important because a lot of these true safeties, uh, free safety types of guys are usually unable to make tackles in the open field, which Davis was able to do. And Davis had great coverage in college. I think he might be available with the Packers' original third-round pick as Davis wasn't able to prove prove his athleticism at the Combine, which might give him some question marks heading in the draft. So I think maybe if he's there at 94, it might be an option for the Packers. Uh, And the last guy in my Tier 3 group is Terrell Burgess out of Utah. 5'11", 202. Burgess is another versatile safety I really like. He had a good Senior Bowl showing off his coverage against top competition what Burgess does really well though is that he had a 90.5 overall pro football focus grade from the slot and the box in coverage in 2019 which is amazing he has this ability to man up in the slot as a safety and uh get in guy's face as a physical box type of safety and that versatility is just essential for the packers defense he he did struggle comparatively as a free safety with only a 69.2 overall grade in coverage, which is kind of average. Um, but he's still a great player, but not, might not be the guy uh, to put deep as a safety as that's where he did. Uh, as that's where he, he didn't struggle in college there, but it wasn't his best. That's all he does. He does have the speed though to play all over the field. He had a four four six forty. If he's available, I think with a third round pick, I think he would be another great guy to add into the mix for our safety position. I think he would be great as the dime nickel box safety that we keep talking about. And I think you can mix him up with Savage and both of them. You're like, Oh, which one's playing the slot? Which one's playing deep, which one's blitzing? You wouldn't know, but they both could have all of those, uh, abilities, those, those talents to be able to do that, which gives opposing offenses a huge struggle. So, and then lastly, my tier through, group of guys. These are all the guys I'd select on day three. And I wanna start with Kayvon Wallace out of Clemson. Uh my first Clemson safety I'll highlight uh other than Isaiah uh um you know the top four pick and uh Kayvon Wallace is a guy who came on my radar at the Combine. He he just he had another incredible combine is he was actually the fifth most most athletic safety at the uh at the combine. Uh what really stood out to me about Kayvon Wallace's common was his 6733 three cone and his 415 short short time, which are great, like phenomenal numbers, usually for a corner. But we're talking about a safety here. What Kayvon Wallace, and Wallace was able to do is that he was a very versatile on the Clemson defense. He could play deep and in the slot and as a corner very well. He was a very just this versatile chess piece, which is what Pettin loves in his defenders and the Packers. Needs some depth at both corner and in the slot and at safety, and I love the idea of getting player as versatile and athletic as Wallace in the fourth round. Next is Juno Stone out of Iowa. He's 5'10", 207. Stone at first doesn't look like a safety who can play in the NFL. He had one of the lower combine grades athletically, actually, but his instincts and just the way he plays is just really sensational. He had high coverage, high coverage grades throughout college. Just never out of, He was just never out of place. He had this... coverage grade as a freshman 89.8 coverage grade as a sophomore 84.5 grade as a senior he's not even 21 until later this week but throughout his entire career he has only allowed a passer rating of 44.0 over two years as a starting safety and i'd select stone in the fourth round as well i think could add a huge um uh just a really good player in the back end of the defense um Next I want to highlight is Tanner Muse out of Clemson, a 6'2", 227. And Muse Cle- is one of the heaviest safeties in the draft. He's at 227 pounds. Even though he is fairly heavy for a safety, he still had a very athletic combine. And he ran a four-four-one 140-yard dash at his weight, which is just an amazing thing to be able to do. On top of that, he had a great senior season for Clemson. And I think he could be the box safety type of guy the Packers need still. With lots of speed, like allowing him to be the nickel-dime linebacker role the Packers love to use so much. Be able to really snatch him up later in the draft with the fifth-round pick. Um, getting a guy who can help our defense right away this late in the draft is quite amazing, actually. Um, uh, two more guys left. Uh, first is Jalen Elliott on Notre Dame, six foot 205. He came out in the senior bowl for me. That week he was voted as the North Squad Defensive Practice Player of the Week. Just showing off his hard work, his leadership, how well he did against really good, tons of great competition. In 2019, he had 67 tackles, 4 interceptions, 7 passes defensed. He has the skill set and stickiness to line up against tight ends. He can drop back and play free safety, thanks to his range. He offers flexibility due to his experience at every type of safety position. He's really just a nasty hitter who can set the tone for a team. Even though these things are true, he didn't have the most athletic combine. Uh, making him a seventh-round pick or even possibly a priority undrafted free agent. But I do really like him as a late guy to add. Uh, and then finally, is last guy I want to highlight is Jeremiah Denson out of Auburn. So Denson wasn't invited to the combine. And for some reason, evaluators don't see him as an NFL safety. But pro football focus would say something different. Uh, Denson had the highest overall grade, 90.2 among all SEC safeties. So he had a 91.9 coverage grade during... In 2019, in 359 coverage snaps, he was targeted just 31 times. So good enough coverage that in all those coverage snaps, he was only targeted 31 times. And he only allowed 22 receptions on the year for less than 100 yards 4.5 4.5 yards per reception he was named first team SEC SEC he's a tackler as well he had 214 tackles in 48 games for Auburn love what Denson can bring as a seventh round pick maybe an undrafted free agent it looks like as you see his tape you take a chance on Denson and see what he can bring to your football team so in conclusion the Packers currently have starters at both safety positions for like the next three years but Because the Packers like to play smaller on defense, usually three safeties or three corners are generally on the field. Because of that, the Packers need to add another one or two guys in the mix to fill that third safety position. While adding depth in the draft, is there some options for both still? This isn't a huge need for the Packers, but if an injury were to happen to Savage or Amos, the Packers' defense would be in huge trouble fairly quickly, I think, with the guys we have on the roster currently playing full-time. So an upgrade or two is probably necessary moving forward. So there you have it. Thanks for listening to Packers Now. Please stay safe out there. Keep washing your hands as long as you're stuck inside, and keep listening to the show. Um, we got a bunch of episodes coming up this week as we look up look forward to the draft. So please like, review, subscribe to my podcast, and to get the latest updates on the Green and Gold, um, because it's always Packer season. Packers season. Thanks, guys.